0: Showtime! Boys, Boys, young. showtime. to come back I, to 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 I am big. To Jurassic Park. It's to the full. picture that got torn. To kind of a big oh, deal. game. you're not in Kansas anymore? What we do They call me Mr. Echoes of eternity. Well, it's not the men in life that tells the life in your men. Ever dance life. with the devil in the away. What have you done to his eyes? Hello and welcome to this episode of the podcast, The Mnemonic Tree, where we add a single mnemonic leaf to our tree of knowledge. Today's episode is one of my favourite things, and that's mountains. Ever since I was young, I always had a deep fascination and appreciation for the highest mountains on earth. I remember reading Sir Edmund Hillary's book, A View from the Summit, and also another book that was a really good read was Into Thin Air by John Krakow which was about the 1997 Everest disaster. This, along with seeing Everest and IMAX, and then eventually trekking the Everest Trail in Nepal. I'll never forget when we got to our highest point, which was around 4,000 metres, and frankly, I was a little bit bored, because it was pretty slow going. So I actually asked one of the Sherpas if he would take me to the top of one of the nearby peaks. Anyway, he agreed, and uh, we ended up running up most of the way, and then when we got to the top, it actually felt absolutely surreal. Something like, you know, out of the sound of music, but on a much grander scale. Just at the top, just overlooking all the other summits, it felt like we were actually on the top. Anyway, after that, we uh, raced back, and the next day, I actually had my first little dose of altitude sickness. One other thing about the trip, which I must mention was absolutely how amazing these Sherpas were and how much they could lift. As you've probably seen in um, on TV, they lift these packs and they have a strap around their forehead. Now, after, I think it was the first or second day, um, we had a lunch break, and I actually tried to put this thing around my head and just lift it off the ground. And I was reasonably fit back then, and I could not get that pack off the ground. And these guys are a cart in this for tens of kilometres. Following the trip, I actually built a model of Mount Everest. And I remember one weekend when I was looking after my nephew, he was looking at it and he asked me, is it to scale? And I replied, no, it's to look at. Well, I got that one away early. Okay, with that being said, we will begin with a summary from Wikipedia. There are at least 108 mountains on earth with elevations of 7,200 metres or greater above sea level. The vast majority of these mountains are located on the edge of the Indian and Eurasian plate, namely in China, Pakistan, Nepal and India. It is very unlikely that all given heights are correct to the nearest metre. Indeed, the sea level is often problematic to define where the mountain is remote from the sea. Different sources often differ by many metres, and the heights given below may well differ from those elsewhere in this encyclopaedia. As an extreme example, Alul Mustag on the North Tibetan Plateau is often listed as 7,723 metres to 7,754 metres, but only appears to be 6,973 metres to 6,987 metres. Some mountains differ by greater than 100 metres on different maps, while even very thorough current measurements of Mount Everest range from 8,840 metres to 8,850 metres. These discrepancies serve to emphasise the uncertainties in the listed heights. The highest mountains above sea level are generally not the highest above the surrounding terrain. There is no precise definition of surrounding base, but Denali, Mount Kilimanjaro and Nanga Parbat are possible candidates for the tallest mountain on land by this measure. The bases of mountain islands are below sea level, and given this consideration, Mauna Kea is the world's tallest mountain and volcano rising about 10,203 metres from the Pacific Ocean floor. Mount Lamlam Lam on Guam is periodically claimed to be among the world's highest mountains because it is adjacent to the Mariana Trench. The most extreme claim is that measured from Challenger Deep, 313 kilometres away, Mount Lam Lam is 11,530 metres tall. Ajol del Salado has the greatest rise on Earth. 13,420 metres vertically to the summit from the bottom of the Atacama Trench, which is about 560 kilometres away, although most of the rise is not part of the mountain. The highest mountains are also not generally the most voluminous. Mauna Loa is the largest mountain on earth in terms of base area and volume, although due to the of lava from Kilauea, Kualili and Mauna Kea, The volume can only be estimated based on surface area and height of the edifice. Mount Kilimanjaro is the largest non-shield volcano in terms of both base area and volume. Mount Logan is the largest non-volcanic mountain in base area. The highest mountains above sea level are also not those with peaks farthest from the centre of the Earth, because the figure of the Earth is not spherical. Sea level closer to the equator is several kilometres farther from the centre of the Earth. The summit of Chimborazo, Ecuador's tallest mountain, is usually considered to be the farthest point from the Earth's centre, although the southern summit of Peru's tallest mountain, Huascaran, is another contender. Both have elevations above sea level more than two kilometres less than that of Everest. Well, that just shows you how humans can overcomplicate anything. So, for today's episode, we'll just do the 10 highest mountains according to Wikipedia. So, with that being said, we'll go on to the mnemonic. Mnemonic. So, the mnemonic today for the 10 highest mountains on earth, and that's according to height in order, is Everest keeps kite low to the mountain, climbing down makes knees ache. So, for this one, Picture standing halfway up Mount Everest, flying a kite high in the sky, but low to the mountain because it's so steep. And as a result, when you're climbing down, it makes your knees ache. So we start with the Everest. Everest is Everest, so that's a good link to start with. Keeps, we take the K for K2. Kite, we take the K for Kachinjunga. Low, we take the L for Lotsi To the is assisting. And mountain, we take the M for Makalu. The last five, climbing down makes knees ache. Climbing, we take the C for Chowu. Down, we take the D for Dalagiri. Makes, we take the M for Manaslu Knees, we're not spelling it with a K, we're spelling it with an N. So we take the N for Nanga And the ache, we take the A for Annapurna. So we'll just go over that one more time. That's the ten highest mountains on earth. And the mnemonic is, the first five, Everest keeps kite low to the mountain. And the last five, climbing down makes knees ache. Everest is Everest. Keeps, we take the K for K2. Kite, we take the K for Kachinjunga. Low, we take the L for Lotsi Mountain, we take the M for Makalu. And climbing down makes knees ache. Climbing, we take the C for Cho'o Down, we take the D for Dalagiri. Makes, we take the M for Manaslu. Knees, we take the N for Nanga Parbat, And ache, we take the A for Annapurna. This takes us on to... Five Fun Facts... Okay, the first fun fact today, fact number one. Mount Everest at 8,848 metres or 29,028 feet is the highest elevation above sea level and was first identified by British surveyor Sir George Everest in 1856. Fact number two. There are three types of mountains. These are volcanic mountains, folded mountains and erosion mountains. Fact three, mountains also exist underwater. The most famous undersea mountain is the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, while the highest ocean mountain is Mount Vima in the South Atlantic Ocean. And fact four, six people on average die annually while climbing Mount Everest. And the last fact, fact number five, it is believed mountain goats are the most adroit climbers of all even better than skilled humans. Their cloven hooves, toes and hard pad underneath each toe all help with this prowess. This takes us on to... The three-question quiz. The first question, question number one. Mount Everest is also known by two other names. Name one. Question two. Of the ten highest peaks... Which is the deadliest, and how many of these peaks are in the Himalayas? And question three. Which country has the longest mountain name? The options there are New Zealand, Iceland, or Norway. We do have a bonus question, and that is... What is funnier, mountain ranges or forests? Time to recap that mnemonic. mnemonic. And the mnemonic for the 10 highest mountains on earth is that's from the highest to the lowest. Everest keeps kite low to the mountain. Climbing down makes knees ache. Everest is Everest. Keeps is K2. We take the K for K2. Kite, we take the K for Kachinjunga. Low, we take the L for Lotsi. To the is assisting. And mountain, we take the M for Makalu. Climbing down, makes knees ache. Climbing, we take the C for Chowoo. Down, we take the D for Dalagiri. Makes, we take the M for Manaslu. Knees, we take the N for Nanga Parvet. And ache, we take the A for Annapurna. We'll now go to the answers for the three-question quiz. And question one was... Mount Everest is also known by two other names. Name one. The answer there is Sagamatha and Chomalungma. Question number two. Of the ten highest peaks, which is the deadliest, and how many of these peaks are in the Himalayas? So the first part of that question, the answer is K2, which is also known as the Savage Mountain, thanks to George Bell, an American explorer who climbed K2 back in 1953. And the last part, how many peaks are in the Himalayas? The answer there is nine. And the last question, question number three, which country has the longest mountain name? The options there are New Zealand, Iceland or Norway. And the answer there is New Zealand and it consists of mind blowing eighty five letters. Now I'm not stupid enough to try and pronounce this, so I'm actually going to leave it to an expert. And that expert says piki <laughs> It's pretty straightforward. That word needs a mnemonic. And to finish off our bonus question, what is funnier, mountain ranges or forests? The answer there is mountain ranges. They're hilarious. We will now go on to Word of the Week This week's Word of the Week is Bellwether spelt B-E-L-L-W-E-T-H-E-R And the definition according to dictionary.com is A personal thing that shows the existence or direction of a trend And our simple example is A drop in the temperature and dark heavy clouds rolling in was the bellwether for stormy conditions ahead. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to join our mnemonic community, you can reach us at the Mnemonic Tree Podcast, which is all one word, dot com, on our website. From there, you'll find links on the top right to Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Just remember, any reviews read on the podcast will receive a small gift of appreciation. And again, if you have suggestions of a mnemonic, Send that in, and just speaking about that, it is episode 15, so we have a winner to announce. So, the winner for the mnemonic of the month is... Noah Elliott, from Ontario in Canada. And the mnemonic Noah came up with was for the members of the Ramones, and it was... Joey Jetted the Ramones to all their gigs. So Joey is obviously a well-known Ramone, so it's a good one to start with. So you take the J there. Joey is Joey. Jetted, we take the J for Johnny Ramone. E is assisting. Take the T for Tommy Ramone. The second E is assisting. And the D we take for D.D. Ramone. So well done, Noah. Your prize is on the way. Just before I finish, on a very sad note, I had a close friend that passed away unexpectedly this week. He was a good friend and I really enjoyed his company and our long conversations. He loved to tell a joke, had a great sense of humour and also did great impersonations. He will be sadly missed and I would like to dedicate this episode to him. Thanks Enrico. Rest in peace. Until next time, remember, as Socrates said, there is no learning without remembering. See you next time. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense.